The photography industry has changed a lot in recent years. Photographers used to be scared to charge a lot, but now I see the pendulum swinging the other way and very new and inexperienced photographers want to jump in charging a high price when they don't have the experience or brand to back it up. But I totally get why they're doing that. Their time is valuable and so is their work. So when is your work, quote, good enough to charge full price? That is what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. And I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven step marketing system. So I just want to take a second and thank the people who have left this show a review. Sometimes when people scroll around on the podcast app, it can be tough to know if a certain podcast that you've never heard of is worth investing your time in. So those reviews help fuel the show because as the reviews grow, the podcast grows, which enables me to bring on more awesome expert guests and make more episodes. So thank you for leaving the review. If you need help leaving a review, head over to thebeautyandbirth.com slash podcast, and I'll walk you through how to leave a review. Okay, you guys, so I'm a little bit nervous to talk about this uh, today because it can kind of be a tough conversation because we're basically talking about how to value your art. And I know that can easily be taken personally because I myself have taken it personally. So my intention with this episode is pure. (laughs) I want you to get as many clients as possible. While I don't want to upset you, I do think it's more damaging to lie and gloss over the truth, which is why I'm going to lay out my thoughts really honestly here today. And I want to say too, there's nothing wrong with being new. When I was a new photographer, I didn't want people to know that I was new. I was, I guess I was ashamed. I don't know. I just really tried hard to make sure people didn't know I was new. I would try and look busy when I wasn't. It just would have been so much easier for me to say, hey, I'm new and I'm portfolio building instead of me charging $75 and acting like I was a hotshot who was way undercharging. So my photos too, you guys, they were not good. And I wish that I would have just been honest and told these clients who had hired me, hey, I'm learning, I'm building my portfolio, and that's why I'm charging this $75. Is it your goal to become the go-to birth photographer in your area? Well, I have photographed over 120 births and I've taught hundreds of photographers how to confidently photograph birth. And I know you might be thinking like, I need to learn birth photography in person. I can't learn virtually. Or maybe you're thinking like, can I even do birth photography right now? Well, I have a training that is available instantly for Netflix style binging. I'm sharing my six step framework to confidently photograph birth and how to thrive as a birth photographer during 
COVID. And like I said, this training is available instantly. If you want to learn this, head over to taviaredburn.com slash training. That's T-A-V-I-A-R-E-D-B-U-R-N.com slash training. I want to talk about the industry pricing shift that I have seen over the last several years. When I started out in this industry, it was mostly male-dominated. Then in 2009, when DSLRs came into the market, every mom in a suburban town became a photographer, including me. (laughs) Back then, and still to this day to some extent, Moms would get one of those fancy cameras and like halfway learn how to use it and then charge $50 to $200 for a session really just to make some extra money and have fun. So what ended up happening was they got better and better at photography, but because there were so many competitors, they kept their prices low, meaning there was a lot of competition and everyone was taking pretty great photos and also charging a really low price, including all the digital files. These photographers had the experience, they had a solid brand, and they knew how to deliver a great product to their clients, but they were too nervous to charge sustainable prices, and honestly, some still are. Maybe this is you right now, and if it is, I just want to say you're truly doing yourself a disservice by undercharging, and we really could make a whole episode on this, so I won't stay on it too long. So then what happened was, rightly so, we had this new wave of thinking in our industry come through. I'd say maybe like five years ago. And this new thinking was saying like, hey, you're worth high prices. You can charge a premium. You should start doing IPS. You should start offering products. You should be charging at least $1,000 or $100 an image, like all that stuff. You're worth it. And A lot of photographers did, which you guys know I'm all about. Like those are all things that we talk about here on the show. I 100% believe that you should be charging a sustainable wage. But what is seeming to happen now is the pendulum is swinging really far in the other direction. And a lot of newer photographers are taking this very truthful idea of like, I'm worth it. I can charge high prices. I can charge a premium. They're taking those those, um, ideas on too soon in their business. And this is where it has the potential to get a little uncomfortable, but they haven't built a solid brand, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. And their technical skills as a photographer aren't refined. And honestly, their work overall is just kind of mediocre, but they're charging a high end price. So hear me on this to be successful as a high end photographer you have to also have a high-end brand and high-end work. And this usually comes with experience. So I don't want you to start spiraling, thinking that you're not worth these prices, because you most definitely are, or you soon will be. But in order for you to get booked, in order for you to stay booked, we really need to take a look a real hard look at your work and your experience and your brand before you start charging those higher prices. Hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. Okay. Hopefully you're with me and you maybe have seen this shift happen yourself where newer photographers are coming in and trying to charge a premium price when they don't quite have a premium product. 
And the truth is the pendulum swinging. I didn't know I was going to say the word pendulum so much in this episode. (laughs) The pendulum swinging in either direction too far is damaging. Like there have been times when I've undercharged. Like when I was a shoot and burn photographer and I was charging around $200, $250 for a session. And then I quickly discovered IPS and raised my prices and increased my sales average by 10 or 10 times, like all that stuff by a thousand percent. But if I hadn't made those decisions, I was honestly, you guys on a fast track to burnout. And that's what happens to a lot of photographers when they're undercharging and they have a solid brand and product is they burn out because they're not charging enough and they don't think they can charge more. So they just quit altogether. And I do not want to see that happen to you. There have also been times where I have overcharged for something where I was too confident, (laughs) where I didn't provide the value that was associated with that price point. And what ends up happening is you don't sell any or you sell very few. So I don't want the pendulum swinging too far in either direction because it can be a damaging place um, in your business. So I want to look at two specific phases, the portfolio building phase and the growth phase. And my goal here is to help you look at this and start to identify, okay, like which of these two do I most fit in? Like, I don't think either one you're going to be like, oh, I fit perfectly here. But I think that with one of these, you'll be like, okay, that mostly sounds like me. So let's talk about the portfolio building phase. Um, Some ways to know that you're in this phase are if you're still kind of insecure about your work, if you're unsure about lighting, manual settings, posing, et cetera, like those things that you need to conduct a successful session. If you've been shooting less than six months, And if you're scared to charge a lot, which I know people in both can say they're scared to charge a lot, um, but that definitely falls into the portfolio building phase, okay? If you're in this phase, this is not the time to start trying to raise your prices. This is the time to do the hard work of learning and growing and getting paid a little bit to do it. That's what's key here is you're basically getting paid to learn and build and you want to exit this this phase as fast as possible. So now I want to look at the growth phase, okay? How to know if you're in this phase. If your work is recognizable by people in your community, like can they see your work and know it's yours without the watermark? That's a really good sign you're in the growth phase. If you're confident, like you know that you can get great images your client will love, that's a great indicator you're in the growth phase. If you have raving fans and clients who refer their friends you know, you're in the growth phase. It's an indicator. I shouldn't say that's like the number one thing, but it's an indicator for sure. A little warning with this. If you have people telling you you're too cheap in this phase, then you're definitely too cheap. Like if your clients are like, you need to charge more, you need to charge more, especially if you're hearing that from multiple clients, which I did. I specifically remember um, a handful of clients telling me I was too cheap. And I was like, okay, if they're telling me I'm too cheap, I probably actually do need to raise my prices. Also in this phase, it can be kind of hard to get out of that portfolio building mindset. You're charging full price now in this growth phase. And trust me, you do not want the discount client. I know it can sometimes be hard to shift from the portfolio building to the growth phase. But when you're charging full price, you don't want the discount client. The discount client, nine times out of 10, is needier than the full price client. And whenever you're charging full price, you need less clients to hit your income goals. 
And when your work is good and you're low priced, hear me on this, it's harder to attract the clients who value you. Let me say that again. When your work is good and you're low priced, it's harder to attract ideal clients who value you because honestly, they look at price as an indicator of value nine times out of 10. And they expect your prices to be higher. And if they're not, they can start to look at you like there's something wrong with your product. Your low prices are actually devaluing your work, whether you realize it or not. Have you ever seen like something in the store that you thought looked really nice and you looked at the price tag and you thought, oh, that's it? Is there something wrong with this? Like, is it on sale? Is it damaged? Like I definitely have. When we've shopped for appliances in the past and we like know generally what different types of refrigerators, for example, cost and we see one and we're like, oh, that's probably going to be about $2,000 and we look at it and it's $1,000 or $800. We're like, what's wrong with it? (laughs) Right. And so when you have like a good quality product, but the price is low, you're, you might be actually like deterring those people from hiring you simply because of the price. And the reason is because we want people who want the best. I mean, I know I do. Do you? Like, I'm not okay with being mediocre. And I have a feeling that you aren't either. So hopefully right now we've been talking about portfolio building phase and the growth phase. And hopefully you've been able to get a better idea of which category you most likely fall into. And if you're still wondering, I want to talk more about your skill, your brand, and experience. The basic indicator that you're in the growth phase is if you're too busy right now, if you're too busy, chances are you're in the growth phase. Here's a big point I want to make sure that you understand that I have learned the hard way. You can always increase your price. It is much harder to decrease your price. You can always increase your price. So let's say, for example, you're charging $400 right now and you're booked. You're like booked way months out. You cannot like, you can't keep up with demand it's time to raise your prices. If you're charging $400 and you can't get people to hire you and you feel like you're doing quote all the things right and you're struggling to get people to hire you, you feel like it's pulling teeth to get one client to hire you. That's where I want to really start to look at your skill and your brand and your experience. Okay. Because when you're marketing yourself like crazy and you're doing all the things and people still aren't hiring you, it's time to really dig into why. And let me just say, Sometimes the reason is you're just starting out. Like you've just started some of these marketing systems. You've just started putting some things together and those things do take time. But if you've been at this for a while and you've been consistent for a while and it's still feeling hard to book clients, I want to talk to you about your skill, your brand, and your experience. Okay. And this can help you decide if you're in the portfolio phase or the growth phase. So in marketing school for photographers, we talk about the three pillars to be the booked out photographer. And the very first one is your foundation, your vision, because if you don't have a solid foundation in your business, everything that you build on top of it will crumble. Your brand, your skill, and your images as a photographer, your work, those are all part of your foundation. The best marketing strategies in the world will not succeed if your skill and brand are not on point. 
I hope you hear that. And I hope that it's encouraging and not discouraging, okay? Because like I said in the beginning, my intention is to not gloss over the truth and lie and just rah-rah cheer you on without being truthful. Because my core desire is to see you succeed. And so I want to make sure that that foundation is solid, okay? I want you to pause for a minute and I want to do a little exercise with you. If you're in a place where you can close your eyes, even better. If you're listening to me on 2x speed, put me on normal speed for this part, okay? I know. I know. I know you're doing it. I do it too. Put me on normal speed for this part. I want you to think about the photographer who is consistently making 10K a month in her business. It can be the future version of you. It can be someone you admire or look up to. It can be a competitor that you admire. Okay, I just want you to imagine that photographer making 10K a month or whatever your income goal is and imagine her. Now, I want you to think about her images, her birth images, her newborn images, her maternity images, and in those images, her lighting, the emotion, the perspectives, the background. Can you see them? How do those images make you feel? Now I want you to think about her website, the homepage, the colors, the design, the fonts, the images, the words, Can you see it? And how does the website make you feel? Now go over to her Instagram. Not in real life, in your head. You're imagining her, whoever she is, the future version of you. On her Instagram, imagine the photos on her feed, her bio, the captions, just her vibe overall, her stories that she tells, and her Instagram stories. Think about her connection with you. How does engaging with her page make you feel? And what's her engagement like with her audience and her connection with her audience? And a little quick reminder here, you're you. So I hope you're visualizing like an enhanced version of yourself and not trying to make yourself into something that you're not, okay? So when you're thinking about her images, do your images right now also look and feel that way? Are they close? And if not, what are the areas that you need to improve on to get there? If this is something you need help with, Just a little plug for our birth photography certification. I do monthly critiques and the other students and certified photographers also participate. And that's a really, really great way to grow is to submit your work and get it critiqued. When you start looking at the future version of you, making these 10K months or whatever your revenue goal is with photography, and you see her images and her website and her Instagram, and how she makes people feel, her connection with them. Once you have that in your brain, 
you can start to identify if your brand is pretty close or way off. Either way is okay. There isn't a right or wrong here. Just like I told you in the beginning, when I was new, I I wish I had been open and honest and told people I was learning and portfolio building instead of trying to appear to be a certain way when I wasn't really that way. So when you're in the portfolio stage, chances are you're going to be working inexpensively and nowhere near what you'll charge in the growth phase. You're building your brand right now in the portfolio phase. You're mastering your skill and you're growing your experience. But the point of the portfolio stage is to get out of this phase as soon as possible to move into growth. And when you're in the growth phase, embracing being uncomfortable charging those higher prices because you're absolutely worth it and growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And I also want to make sure you know about a few episodes that I did on this show with Lindsay Janney, all about branding called Book More Clients with Your Branding and How to Naturally Attract High-End Clients Every Day. We will link both of those in the show notes. I hope this gave you some clarity onto um, maybe pinpointing some things that could use improvement in your brand, in your skill, and in your experience. And it is my hope that you leave this episode feeling encouraged and motivated and um, ready to take action on hitting your goals and achieving whatever you're working towards right now. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please make sure and hit subscribe. So you get out all the new episodes every single week. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. And my friend, if you have a passion, no matter if you're just starting out or if you're a little bit more experienced, that passion is there for a reason. So what are you going to do with it? I hope that you will get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.